And I was like, oh. five bucks a year or five bucks a month? Five bucks a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Diana, you're on mute again. Sorry, I keep clicking that. Oh, uh, I was going to ask, how was your trip to LA? Uh, LA, LA, LA. Was that two weeks ago? Well, it was like a day and a half. The drive was pretty smooth. Had in and out. Now, my sister's doing pretty well driving in LA. I was surprised, actually. I was like, oh, you can go on the 5 and then the 405 and merge? Wow, <laughs> impressive. Drive me to the airport. <laughs> I feel like you don't know how to drive until you drive in LA. Like it does not matter what part of the country, like you think you're good. No, 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 no. You need to drive in LA with like so many cars on the freeway, like in peak hours. Then you'll know fear, you'll know anger, you'll know stress and anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's sort of like the marker of like getting really competent as a driver is driving across six, seven lanes in LA, driving in SF up down the hills <laughs> and on the one-way streets. And then also, I've never driven in New York before. I think that would be like sort of like the trifecta. <laughs> Laura, would you drive in New York? I have. And I enjoy driving in New York, actually, because you want to get into the next lane. The car is blocking you. Just keep going. The car will just let you go. (laughs) You just squeeze yourself in and they'll let you through. I just feel like I'd get so distracted in New York because there's like so much around you, like visually and like people and stuff. I don't know. The real challenge is would you drive outside of the U.S.? No. (laughs) Hello, world. I'm Laura. And I'm Diana. And I'm Emlyn. Welcome to Are You Listening? The Podcast. A podcast where we explore new music every week. Welcome to Season 3 of Are You Listening? The Podcast. We're at Season 3, guys. Oh my god. I cannot believe we have made it to season three, guys. We also made it to 2021, too. Because yeah. the last time we recorded... <laughs> wait, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can add that. You can add that. This is the first episode we were actually recording in 2021. <laughs> wait, but we did record the... End of 2020. Oh, wow. It's been a while. We took a hiatus. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> downloaded them today. <laughs> So shout out to Laura, our one and only editor. We have various roles on this podcast. We do. My co-host. Okay. We don't take ourselves seriously. Oh, okay. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So for our first episode, I am just going to give you a quick overview of Laura's 2021 music. Okay, I'm ready. I just want to let you know, these are my very important songs of the beginning of 2021. The first song came out end of December of 2020, and it is an amazing song. Oh, just kidding. It came out beginning of December. Um, No, I'm getting this all wrong. (laughs) I am getting this all wrong, guys. It's only wrong if it's 9%. (laughs) Wow. Wow. You can take that out. I don't want to be hated on. No. <laughs> Watch me leave that in. <laughs> so my first song is from this awesome Japanese band called I Don't Like Mondays. And the song that I've been playing a lot is called 
Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that? Isn't that great? Google Translate is great. So that is the... Yes, that is the title of the song. It translates to millennials, and then it has the little squiggly line, and then just I thought squiggly line. So that is the song by I Don't Like Monday. So I shall play you a little bit of it, because it is an amazing song, guys. So Emlyn is telling me that was more than 15 seconds. So, yeah, I think this song has a lot of feels, but it also feels sort of liberating. It's like you're coming out of something. And I've been listening to it on my phone listening to it on my computer. I've been listening to it on my car, just kidding, in my car. I've been making my sister listen to it. I've been making Diana listen to it. It's great. So when I first listened to this song, I did not look up any lyrics. I just listened to it. I had thought maybe this is about a personal hardship or a broken love or some kind of self-discovery but it turns out when you watch the music video of this song, it takes you to like a whole other level of sadness. Basically, it's talking about how we need to protect the earth and save the world. We need to like seek after world peace and love. And I highly recommend watching the music video. It like broke my heart. I think I watched it in two parts. <laughs> it was a... Uh... Quite a song. I see here in the comments, Emlyn is saying that it's going to make it to my top five Spotify songs of 2021. I think so, because last year my most played song I played 99 times, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> I am pretty sure I played this song more than 99 times already, and we're in February. <laughs> so yeah, this is my first song, and. I love this band. They have an amazing other song called Lemonade. Diana has this great link to one of their live performances. And the guy is cute. And I was going to say that when you recommended this song or like link me to the video, actually, I'm not going to lie. I couldn't even finish the music video. The imagery just kind of hits you and it kind of puts things into perspective as well of like how you're just living your own life you know and you don't tend to focus on like these other things that are going around but then for them as a band that's a little older than us to want to put that theme or those ideas of paying attention to what's going on in the world I thought it was really interesting because you don't have a lot of songs like that anymore most songs tend to be very self-centered, tend to be about like trivial topics. Very few of them are about these bigger ideas or these bigger causes. So yeah, I couldn't even finish the video because it was such a, it has such strong imagery. and It just really does hit you in the heart. It does. Oh, fun fact. I tweeted about this music video on my Twitter and the band liked my tweet. What? <laughs> wow. Well, You're getting noticed by their marketing team. I noticed that if you post about Japanese music or Japanese artists on Twitter, they really do find you. So that was cool. <laughs> Anyways, on to my second 2020 song. Oh, 2021 song. I appreciate how you self-corrected yourself. You realized that you said 2020. 
then you realize that it's not 2020. Yeah. 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 Okay, so for my second song, as Emlyn predicted, <laughs> it is 9% Azora Chin's song that he also released end of December. It is called So this song and the previous song I just talked about are the two songs I've listened to probably the most so far in the year of 2021. So, this song by Azora Chin, his Chinese name is Yao Zhang Jin. This last song by him, I really like because you can really feel his emotions as he sings and feels very powerful and a lot of. Power. I feel empowered. <laughs> I feel empowered listening to it. It really picks you up from deeper place and really gives you strength to continue and come out of that place. And yeah, he did release an album last year, and this is one of the songs in that album. And I highly recommend that album because he really puts a lot of his own effort into each song. I think a lot of idols now, they just sing whatever is given to them, but he's very involved in the color of his songs, the color of his voice, really involved in the lyrics, finding good demos, and his music videos are also very good high quality and so yeah i just really appreciate well thought out idol singers which you don't find often so yeah i highly recommend azura chin and i don't like mondays for your 2021 playlist yeah it's very apparent your your listening preferences my takeaway of your listening preferences is that you like sad yet empowering music, which is also the type of music that I'm drawn to, too. Yeah, so you like these two songs I recommended? Uh, the first one. The second one, we'll see. It was good, though, Laura. Like, it was a good ballad-esque type of song. I really like the instrumental and his voice. Yeah. Because that's what Laura does. Every time she finds something she likes, she recommends it to me, and I'm like, Thank you, Laura. <laughs> I do listen to it. Like, I probably don't listen to it, like, as much as you do, but I do listen to what you recommend, Laura. Don't worry. Oh, thank you. I mean, you also recommended me that, um, what was it? Tokyo Rising playlist. I listened to that. <laughs> if you cannot see our video, Diana just fainted out of excitement. That's such a good playlist. I'm going to segue that into my section. Which is um, now. So yeah, which is now. Okay, so like Laura said, I kind of had this goal for 2021. I would make an effort to listen to Japanese music. Thanks to Laura, mostly. I was listening to a couple of Japanese artists last year. And I was like, you know what? 2021 is going to be the year that I finally get into Japanese music. I feel like there's more ways to listen to them now than there was, I don't know, five, six, ten years ago when it was like impossible to listen to them. And the Tokyo Rising playlist on Spotify was the way that I discovered this artist. So it's a five-member band named, oh, I really hope I can pronounce this correctly, Yajiko? Yajiko Girl. It's spelled Y-A-J-I-C-O and then Girl. The title of the song is Five. 
And I found this in the Tokyo Rising playlist as I was trying to see what's new in Japan. And this song instantly caught my attention. It sounded like something that would have come out in the late 80s, early 90s in terms of like rock music. And I will play a little so you guys can see what kind of like sound I'm talking about. Okay, so I will say that the instrumental is like the best part of this song. I couldn't find lyrics to describe what the song is about, but based on this little concept movie that they have on YouTube, which is like a 30 second video, it seems like it's kind of reminiscing. It's kind of nostalgic to like what it was like to hang out, you know, with your friends back in the day when you had no responsibilities, when all you had to do, you know, during the winter, the summer, when you guys would like hang out would just be like to bum around the city. And so from what I understand and from what it seems, it kind of of does hint at wanting to look back and feel those feelings that you did when you were younger and want to relive those moments with your friends. I definitely think because they're an alternative indie rock band, this song, even though it sounds influenced by like older music, it's still a rock sounding song. Even though I saw some people saying that it was a city pop song, but I didn't think it was a city pop song at all. Like it didn't sound lighthearted or poppy. M. Lynn wrote in the comment section, 80s. And I wrote, no surprise, because <laughs> who's surprised? No one. <laughs> no one is surprised. I really liked it. It was, it was just such a catchy song. It's a bop. It is a bop. I used to really like rock music when I was younger. Um, and this kind of reminded me of that. So that's why I think it like instantly drew me in along with the cover art, of course. I was just like, wow, this is so cool. And then obviously after that, I was just like, you know what? I should share this with people because like the Japanese are just killing it. You know, they're just really making good music. And like Spotify has been doing such a wonderful job with the Japanese playlist. And this band is just hitting it out of the park. Okay, I'll be quick with my next recommendation. So surprise, surprise, this is a song in English and it's by a man. (laughs) And I showed this song to Laura because I thought it was such a clever song and it's such a good song, but it's such a frustrating song as well. So the title of the song is... I liked it. No, it was frustrating. No. I will tell you why. The title of the song is Unfinished and it's by Peter Thomas with an artist named With Your Friend Polly. There isn't too much about Peter Thomas other than the fact that he's a songwriter, a producer, as well as a multi-instrumentalist. And But the coolest fact about him that I saw, other than him making good music, is the fact that he produced for none other than Pink, Hilary Duff, Selena Gomez, and Betty Who, who was an artist that I discovered in college. And I was so impressed because I was like, yo, yo. Wow. wow. Yeah. So he was very, wow. he's been very behind the scenes. Yeah. He's been very behind the scenes, but he has released some solo stuff. And Unfinished is a song that he just released along with how many, I think it's four or five other songs as part of an EP. And this was also released in early February, late January. I discovered it on the new music playlist on Spotify because I was looking through songs, you know me, trying to see what the kids are listening to, you know. And this song, I don't know why. I think it just, I was like unfinished, just seemed like a, a strange title. And I was like, okay, let me check it out. 
the first thing that you hear is kind of like someone pressing a button to record and then he starts humming and then it goes into the song. But now you will hear a snippet of this song if I can find it right now. <laughs> Sorry. Let me give me a moment. So first verse, he sings, next verse, your friend Polly sings, and then they end the song together. And the instrumental sounded really like warm and comforting, slow, it's kind of acoustic, and their voices blend really well together because his is really soft and hers is very sweet. And obviously the gist of the lyrics is about missing something, having a bit of regret, having had let someone go. And as a duet, you kind of feel that longing for whatever, you know, they let go. But the reason that I recommend this song is because of the ending of the song. So it's a very clever way to end the song. The last couple of seconds, you're not expecting it to end that way. And I don't know if I should give it away or not. Is this a spoiler? I don't want to like spoil anything because I think listening to the ending kind of gives you like, oh. Okay, from here, if you do not wish to be spoiled, please skip to... From now on, it will be spoilers. Okay, so the quick spoiler is that when I want to say it's the last five, 10 seconds of the song, you think it's going to finish off together perfectly, but it just abruptly ends. Like they press the record button again and it's like done. There's no like a real ending to the song. It's abruptly, abruptly ended. And when I first listened to the song, I was like, did I skip the song? What happened? Like, is Spotify like lagging? What's going on? <laughs> and so I like played it three more times and I was like, is this really it? And that's where I got annoyed. I was like, why are you ending it? Like, why are you ending it like this? It's only two minutes and like something seconds. Like, what's going on? And yeah, so it was annoying at first, but then I was like, you know what? Maybe that's the point of the song. That's such a clever way to end a song because most songs, they don't have that kind of little unique ending. So I thought this song, uh, because of that part, I was like, you know what? Let me see who else also can appreciate a song like this. Yes. And so she sent it to me. I did not have the same dilemma, though. I was just like, oh, it ended. Okay. <laughs> it didn't end right, though. But it makes so much sense. It comes full circle. It it's does. unfinished. It's very deep. Yeah. I appreciate. It is. You know, the thing that stood out to me when you played the preview is I was listening to an artist like describe recent trends, like mixing trends of songs. And then this one sounded like it was mixed wet. And he was like, oh, yeah, like wet mix is like sort of the trend of like 2020 where like there's like a vintage feel to how vocals come through. But at the same time, it's modern, mm -hmm. vintage and modern. Whereas like someone who's like super dry is like there's less of the the weird EQ kind of like um, reverby feel to it. So this, this song is definitely on trend. Oh, wow. Yeah, I definitely noticed how it did sound different than a lot of what's being released at least in the Western music industry. And I like that you can hear these little like tidbits of them like pressing record or them like being able to harmonize, but also 
like it seems like they're harmonizing like in the same room but it also feels like the emotions are like they're distant from each other as well but you're right there's just like all these little tidbits of the song that kind of make it stand out at least to me so yeah I just thought it was a really clever song and I was surprised that I was into this song because it's not something that I listen to anymore like this is kind of like something that college Diana would have listened to not adult Diana but I really liked it I really enjoyed it and I think it's a it's a good song for at least like the winter feels. Yeah, I also really like this song, but it may be more up my alley than it is yours. Uh, my last comment was just the style of the song just really reminds me of like the independent music that's being posted on YouTube these days under the category of like lo-fi chill. Mm. No, it definitely gives those vibes as well. It's a nice sounding song. Mm-hmm. Pleasant, mm-hmm. you know? Pleasant, pleasant. Your turn. Okay, it's my turn. All right, welcome to season three of my favorite segment of Are You Listening? Which is, what Korean drama original soundtrack am I listening to? But the twist here is, because we had to choose two songs, and I honestly haven't been listening to too many original soundtracks, one is from an OST and one is not. I already previewed to Diana and Laura what one of the songs I was going to share. So um, which one should I start with? I think it's a little ironic that I haven't been listening to as much soundtrack music, even though I've been watching the same amount of dramas this year. And, you know, I'm not sure if I dropped this to Laura. I might have. But it's like starting like two weeks ago, I feel like I have a drama to watch every single day of the week. There's something premiering on Saturday, Sunday, then there's something premiering on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And in in essence, I don't ever have to wait for something because I just have something to watch like every night. Um, but at the same time, the, the music side of it is a little dry. So enough with my long-winded intro. The first song that I'm going to uh, share is a new release. It's not an original soundtrack, but it is from Shiny's seventh album. Seventh album called... Do I even know what their seventh album is called? Is it Heart Attack or is it Don't Call Me? Don't Call Me. How do you Don't know call this? Because uh, uh, I woke up for their comeback last Monday. Because <laughs> we are well informed <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> on unnecessary information. <laughs> Well, anyways, I've listened to this full album maybe like two or three times. Honestly, it was pretty much I was just streaming it to like get through the workday. Um, the title track's pretty catchy. It's like a mixture of like EXO and CT like music. I would say it's not really the shiny sound, but it is a trendy oh, sound. So like the bulldozer um, music. Not necessarily bulldozer, but uh, it's it's quite like in your face kind of kind of music. But they pull it off pretty well. I think they pull it off much better than their Gen Z counterparts because they're hashtag millennial. But the song that I'm going to share is the last song on that album. I believe it's the only ballad slash slow song on that album. It's called Kind. I actually only listened to it in detail last night when I was watching that 40 minute long IUX Shiny uh, interview. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. So, you know, IU's been doing a YouTube show where she's hosting, like, and featuring artists that she wants to recommend to her fans. She's chosen artists, like, across the spectrum. She had put her show on hiatus because she's recording her album right now. But then she specially, like, premiered season two and invited Shiny as her first guest of the new season. See, long-winded intro again. But anyways, 
I listened to their live performance on that show of the song Kind. And it, it's a sweet song. I would say it really shows off their voices uh, and different tones. Like Minho the rapper, not really known for being like a singer with a lot of range. But I think in this song, there's like an interesting mix of autotune as like backing instrumental. But they're able to pull it off because each of their voices of the four people, it takes on a different layer. And then the meaning of the song is pretty significant. Uh, I think they said that this is a song to their fans um, on how their fans provide motivation, other people that they think of when they're doing their art. Yeah, it's a sweet song. They're very good at executing their ballads. You know, I'm a sucker for ballads, a uh, sucker for sad music. Um, the significance of the lyrics, I don't know, it's sort of like, you know, the lyrics is like, oh, uh, I was taking a test and the answer, but the answer was you, something like that, you know? So, so, uh, cheesy lyrics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It says on the, on the translation of one of the lyrics is, the blank spot that was always left unfilled, it's now the time to write the answer. What? Wow, 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 wow. You've always been so kind. What? <laughs> it's February, you know, the month to show love and appreciation. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. It's March in Korea right now. Well, it's February here, so. And the, the nice thing is that most of uh, SM's music hasn't been taken down from Spotify, so plus side, plus side, everything. All right, so that's my first song. Do you want me to preview it? I can, so you can get a feel of how they use autotune. <laughs> can you hear it? Okay, that's more than 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, it was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their voices are pretty ethereal, I would say. That's a good word. Thank you. Thank you. I feel more prepared this season. <laughs> All right, on to my next song. This next song is actually from a drama. It's a drama that I've been watching for kicks. The Korean title of the drama is Sunbae, Please Don't Put On That Lipstick. But uh, the English translation of that they put on, like how they promoted the drama, is called She Would Never Know. So obviously, you know. Anyways, this drama is about co-workers. Like, okay, from my own personal opinion, co-workers should never date should not be dating when you're at work. I agree. Total no-no. Especially when you're dating someone who is in a more senior position than you because power dynamics, sexual harassment. I took a whole like ethics and integrity training on this. But anyways, so I'm watching this drama for kicks. It's a rom-com slash like rom-drama where the guy is a junior to the girl and the girl is his trainer. Um, and he likes her, but then she's dating their boss, but then he finds out that their boss is cheating on the girl and then <laughs> getting married to another girl. So <laughs> exactly why I'm watching this, because <laughs> I love dramas with cheaters and subsequent revenge, you know? So anyways. <laughs> I love messes too. I love messy drama. You and Diana. Diana's always like, if there's cheating, I want to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's sort not of like, because of the act. It's not because of the act. It's because like the, like, the, the emotions angst. that you 
feel. Yeah. And then when that person who was cheated on like gets Realizes. revenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole arc of redemption kind of thing. <sighs> I yeah, cannot, yeah, 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 yeah. I cannot. I can't handle it. This is a very toned down, lighter version of the world of the married. Okay. <laughs> okay, Diana explained to me the world of the married on a like I don't know two hour walk. We yeah, and we we talked about world of the married. I think last season too, earlier earlier on. Yeah, yeah. Laura doesn't like feeling strong emotions like that. She doesn't like getting her heart torn apart and like her brain just like exploding. But I also know that I have a threshold. You know, I'm going off topic here, but have you heard of Penthouse? Penthouse 1, Penthouse 2, another Korean drama series. That is like levels. All right, long story short, I'm just going to get into it. I'm watching this drama called She Would Never Know. It's just as dramatic as The World of the Married. Uh, However, it's not as dramatic as Penthouse. And I think Laura would have a hoot watching Penthouse because I've seen some clips. But yeah, there's a lot of screaming and fighting in that drama. And Why would I have a hoot for fighting and screaming? Because the the acting, like the over the top acting, with like you would have so much fun live tweeting it. Uh, you could be you could be spending your time live tweeting these dramatic and like emotion filled dramas, but no, yeah. you don't. I know. You like to endure like, like troublesome dramas. And like three hour long reality shows. <laughs> I'm finally going to get to the song I'm sharing from this drama, She Would Never Know. It's the first single released from the original soundtrack. It's by the lead singer of Nell. So alternative rock, rock angst, you know, following the theme of the previous 2021 songs shared by my counterparts. Um, It's called, it's not called She Would Never Know. It's called Lean On Me. I would say like it gives me like a symphony kind of feeling of like someone singing and you imagine someone running and then you imagine someone crying and you imagine someone running and crying. It's like that thematic and like cinematic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll play a little bit. Oh, it's acoustic too. The intro is okay. I need to fast forward to the chorus. The chorus is where it gets you. See the ramp up? That's where that's where it gets good. I am going to add that to my rainy day playlist. Yeah, it's totally a rainy day song. It's totally, it's to- you can you get the like running in the night vibes, you know? It's like Itaewon class vibes. That okay. <laughs> no, that was so powerful. Like the way that it like it pulled up and then it just like exploded. That was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. It, it needled into my heart. <laughs> see? Needle. Oh, see, the drama might not be of your taste, Laura, but the song, the song, mm. it's worth it. The song makes the drama better. I think you can put it that way. Like, mm. I mean, the drama, it's, it's good. Like, the acting's solid. Storyline, eh, you know, I can predict what's happening. And they fulfill all the tropes. I could name them off, but I know you all are busy, so I'm not going to do that. Um... <laughs> But it definitely makes the drama better 
Yeah, this song could easily be one of my top songs of 2021. I think so. If I continue listening to it. I'm done. Zencaster apparently didn't want me to share about Penthouse. It didn't want me to share about <laughs> anything else either. So I think we're done with episode one. I can't believe Laura was the only one who was uninterrupted. Like, what's so <laughs> Well, it's great hearing everyone's start of 2021. Everyone is so positive. <laughs> but the songs are so angsty. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so this is the start of our season three, and we look forward to continuing. And anything else you guys want to add? Um, we hope that more of our listeners... Um, no, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to Are You Listening? The Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Diana. And I'm Emlyn. See you next time. Bye. Bye.